0: If your mind desperately wants to achieve something, you're probably not ready to receive it. Could it be that the very thing that you want is not the thing that you need for your next life's lesson? Well, if this brings up some fear and some doubt and some worry in you, that's probably where you're at. And I'm all for achievement. I want you to have what it is you desire, but I also want you to have so much more. And the question is, are we achieving trying to fill this void within ourselves, a void of lack of safety, or lack of love, lack of significance, that's where we can dive into some challenges. But if you're courageous enough to dive into this topic, if you're courageous enough to ask yourself these questions, what you're about to tune into is a live coaching call that I did with The Serving Circle, tackling all these different topics. So what you're going to learn here is, one, what your next life lesson actually looks like. Two, how that looks like in your life and how to actually apply it in your life. Three, you're gonna learn the difference between egoic happiness and true joy. And four, how to have your goals chase you as a byproduct of your shift in frequency. So thank you for being here. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for following my journey and thank you for following your heart. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp. And if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income. But every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath and I'll see you on the inside. All right, this is an important question and it's something that I ask myself every day and it's something that will offer a lot of different insights and wisdom no matter what happens, no matter what comes up because what it's really doing is allowing your, allowing your awareness to come to where your ego is attached to, outcomes, results, circumstances, the way other people should or shouldn't behave, all those different things. And the reason why this is important is because I think it's in many, many people's expansion to at one stage in their life, set a goal and go after and achieve it. Realizing you're not a victim of life, but you're actually life's happening from you. You can actually create this as Michael Beckwith would say, it's life is happening not to you, but from you, where you can go out and achieve your life right you can set goals you can change your mind you can change your mindset you can empower yourself and you can go out and you can and you can make something happen i love that i love that development within people it was a huge huge part of my life when i got onto you know interpersonal development and i started achieving goals i started earning money i started you know helping people in a new way But then you can start to realize there's a point where you get to the uh, to a level of outcome and result where all of a sudden you start to feel like, okay, I really want to achieve this thing. But what would I feel if I didn't? What would I feel if I didn't achieve it? And is that achievement now attached to my worthiness? Is that achievement now attached to my inherent, um, feeling to be safe, feeling to be enough. And what you might start noticing there is that your level of energy and your level of resourcefulness might start to diminish because you're now attached to the outcome, right? You're now attached to the outcome, attached to the result. The reason why I believe this is coming up is because the universe is guiding you towards a deeper lesson than life happens from me right we're looking for a deeper lesson than just empowerment and just i can create my life what the universe might be doing is guiding you towards the realization that who and what you are is more than the outcome it's more than the result right so while we go through this call i've got no clue what's going to come up but what i think what i think will be in totally your expansion is if you to have in mind a particular outcome, a particular result, a particular thing that needs to happen out there that your ego is attached to. Whether it be, I need to make a certain amount of money, I need to have a certain amount of clients, I need my business to look this way, I need a certain amount of people to engage on this particular post, I need this person to behave a certain way within you know, a client or a family member or a team member, whatever it may be. And your ego says, it would be better if that was to change or if, if I don't achieve this thing, if I don't have this happen, then you feel this inherent, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a diminishing to my worthiness or I feel unsafe. I feel unloved. I feel unseen. If I don't achieve this thing, what most people do in, especially in the Western world, in this, overdeveloped masculine energy is that instead of instead of learning a deeper lesson and going within and asking ourselves, okay, what needs to be seen and what needs to be healed and what's the universe trying to teach me is we try to achieve more through hard work, hustle, using the right strategy, using the right goals and plans to try to achieve it even more. And have you ever been in the point where you achieved it and then thought, holy shit, I'm still not happy. I'm still not safe. I still don't feel seen. I still don't feel enough. I still feel like my worthiness is attached to yet another goal. And we go on this rat race of trying to meet a level of internal fulfillment that's driven by our external circumstances. Right? So if at some level you can feel that within yourself, Here's what I would offer. Just for a moment, if you were to take a deep breath, imagine, realize, recognize the thing that your ego is attached to and ask yourself the question, if that wasn't achieved, what in me needs to be seen? What in me needs to be seen? What in me is ready to be seen? What's ready to be uh, heard fully, felt fully? If you don't achieve that money, you might need to be with the side of you that feels like I need money to feel safe. I need clients and money to feel worthy. What needs to be seen, the side of you that feels unworthy, the side of you that feels unloved. And this is why I explain, I heard this from, um, Kyle Cease, one of the the guys I I love, I love watching. And that is the the statement that if you desperately want something, you're probably not safe to receive it. I use the analogy of a, a child who wants, um, who wants to choose their own food. If they choose their food, a three-year-old will probably choose ice cream every meal, right? Or chocolate or some sort of whatever, whatever candy you guys have in crazy parts of, of the world. So really feel that sometimes our ego is like the child who says, I just want to have that thing. And I just want to have this and I want to have that, right? If I was to have that, I'll be super happy. Sometimes like the three-year-old, if I was to eat chocolate and ice cream all the time, I'll be happy. Just give me what I want. Just give it to me. Trust me, I'll be happy. That's often what we're doing with the universe. And we're putting out our intention to the universe saying, I need that, give it to me. Can you feel this? Can you feel that there's a deeper lesson than just, hey, universe, I'm going to manifest this, give it to me when I do so, I'll be happy, I'll be, I'll be safe, I'll feel seen, I'll be loved. What we're trying to do is change our external circumstances through results to avoid a side of us that's ready to be seen. Right? So while you have that image, while you breathe, while you get present right now, I'm just going to hold a space for you to just to just recognize that inner five-year-old. recognize that inner child, recognize that inner side of you that will freak out if things don't pan out the way they think it should. And what would you need to feel in your body? What would you need to feel? I'm just going to give the space right now for you to just feel that vibration and sensation, knowing that you're ready for the deeper lesson. You're ready for a deeper lesson. You're ready for the lesson that who and what you are is so much more than anything you can achieve. And you start by doing, by recognizing that who and what you are is so much more than all the things that you can feel right now. But what's happening is when you feel fully like what it says on my candle here, Have the candle that says feel it when you feel it fully you allow it to dissipate one thing that i know it's like a candle as soon as you feel fully without resistance and without judgment it's like lighting the candle and then what happens is you start to burn the wax the wax is just this internal energy that's circulating around your body that's ready to be felt and the more you feel it without without resistance without judgment that wax starts to melt. How long it will melt for? Who knows? Who cares? The thing is you feel it fully and you welcome it. So feel free to type in the chat, anything that you're feeling right now, what emotions coming up? Is there an emotion of sadness or confusion or worry or doubt or fear? If you can share that in the chat, That'd be great. And continue to feel it. Continue to be there. What's the vibration in your body? Welcome it and allow it. Welcome it and allow it. So Roger's feeling a lot of awareness. Tony says confusion. Great. Beautiful. What are you feeling? What's coming up? What are you feeling in your body? What do you sense? Where do you notice that? Just welcome it and allow it. Allow yourself to feel confused. Allow yourself to feel worried. Allow yourself to feel uh, doubt. Allow yourself to feel sad. Allow yourself to feel whatever's coming up. Uranus is heaviness. Lisa's compassion. Great. allow yourself to feel heavy, allow yourself to feel constricted, allow yourself to feel lost, allow yourself to feel stuck. You might notice a side of you that comes up to judge it. That says, Oh my God, what, how long is this going to last? Why am I still dealing with this? What are other people going to think? Hold space for that. Send love to that side of you. Beth says, sad. Great. Hold a loving safe space for the side of you who feels this. And as you feel it fully, what you're actually doing, is you're holding a loving safe space for the side of you who believes my life needs to look this way. I need to achieve these things and I need to behave in this way for me to feel loved, for me to feel enough, for me to feel safe. Now notice the relationship with that side of you when you allow them to believe, think, and feel whatever they believe, think, and feel. When you just allow and surrender to all of it, notice what happens to the relationship with that side of you. And also notice what happens to the vibration in your body. Like Gilberto saying, attached to approval. When I meditate an hour every morning, generally the, the hour on the morning of the Wednesdays is just releasing releasing attachment to whatever comes up on the collaborative calls. My ego gets attached to it needs to look this way. How many people are going to jump on? Are they going to like my beanie? Are they Are they sick of Are they sick of my uh, my one hoodie that I have? Like all these, my ego just comes up with all this stuff. And it's just like releasing attachment. Releasing that attachment that says my approval comes from my external circumstances. And sometimes it's super sad and it's super anxious and all those different things. And the more you sit there and feel it, the more you realize that my approval isn't from other people. Right, but I need to still recognize and hold that safe space for myself that believes that. Right. So feeling that in my body, for me, I get a lot in my stomach, get a lot of tension and tightness and heaviness in my stomach. And it's not just because I'm fasting. It's because there's some, there's some stuff coming up. All right. Now let me ask you what happens now. if you are to hold a loving safe space for this side to believe what they believe and think and feel whatever they think and feel, notice what that is. Notice what that is in your body. Notice how that feels in your body. Notice that you are the space that it exists in. And then also notice, can you have the same energy for your external circumstances? If you were to hold this loving safe space, if you were to imagine hugging this inner five-year-old and loving them unconditionally can you also love your circumstances unconditionally can you expand that energy to your circumstances and events and realize that everything out there is just it is it's being it's unfolding can you allow it to unfold and still return to this energy within yourself of being the space of being the energy, of being the love, unconditionally. So, Beth, for example, you feel sad. Would you like to um, unmute yourself and share what's coming up for you?
1: Um, I think just the recognition that sometimes... I have felt unworthy because of something or other I haven't achieved.
0: Yeah. Totally. And
1: it's, there's really no base for it because I believe everybody is inherently valuable, regardless of what they've achieved. Yeah But especially when I think about just where I am at where I am in my life, like my age, and I'm neither married and I'm also not like excelling, excelling into my career to the degree that I would like. And sometimes women choose one or the other, or end up having to choose one or the other. They either excel in their career, or they are you know, stay-at-home moms, or they have a, a, a big family. And could say I have neither <laughs> and sometimes I think I judge myself for that or maybe I feel that other people I don't know it's some like I, I you know it's like little things like wanting my dad to know that I'm secure before he leaves this world I don't know it's
0: this is perfect. Yeah. And it goes back, back exactly what I said before. Um, so while you, well, first of all, what are you feeling in your body now? Are you, are you, are you able to feel what it feels like fully in terms of allowing yourself to feel sad? Where, where is it that you feel sad in your body?
1: Um, maybe my, maybe my throat.
0: Okay. And what do you what do you feel in your throat? If you welcome it in fully and you allow it and surrender to it and you just allow it to do what it needs to, what is it that you feel in your throat? Does it feel tight or clenching? Does it feel heavy, empty? What does it feel jagged? Is it pulsating and moving? What is it that you feel in your in your throat?
1: Well, maybe constricted, maybe. Okay. A little bit in my stomach like the pit of my stomach.
0: Cool. Great. So I'll give you the space and we'll give you the space as well to just breathe with this and just allow yourself to feel sad. And, and while you do that, I'll also explain and remind everyone again, that we can feel, we can have this sadness come up and a part of us might might want to go to a strategy to change it and say, maybe and reframe and say, Oh no, I'm grateful for my life. And I've, I've got, what I need and I'm happy and I'm all these different things. And you might try to, or you might try to react to it and change your life by saying, "Oh, maybe I'll go and get a partner and maybe I'll, I'll go and build my business and, or, you know, excel in this area. All scenarios in that, all scenarios there allowed that sadness to grow unconsciously because you're pushing it down, right? Pushing it down and, and resisting and avoiding it. And so that's like with the five-year-old, if the five-year-old in the park, for those of you who don't know the analogy, if a five-year-old has come up to you in a park and is scared because they don't know where their parents are, this might be like the five-year-old being scared coming up to you for safety and you being like, Oh no, that's okay. Don't worry. um, You're not sad. You're, you're happy because you're in a park. You're, you're doing these different things. You can throw the Frisbee and you can do these different things. And we can have the best intentions to try to make that five-year-old feel better. My question would be how, how seen does that five-year-old feel? How seen does that five-year-old feel when you're trying to fix and change them? Right? And that's sometimes what we do to ourselves. That's sometimes what we do to ourselves when we try to change or reframe or shift, which is also a very, very good tool at a certain point. We just don't want to overuse those strategies and tools where we're now avoiding a side of ourselves. Right? So instead of avoiding or resisting or reacting, if we're to feel fully and hold a loving, safe space for the five of old to just be and be sad and, and believe what they want to believe, we can just hold unconditional love without any judgment, without any resistance, without any expectations or assumptions as to what will happen next. So, Beth, what do you recognize within your body, within yourself, within your energy when you just welcome the sadness, when you allow it to feel it in your stomach, in your throat? What do you recognize?
1: Well, it's. I feel already like it's been lifted a little bit.
0: Yeah why do you think that is?
1: Well, I don't know if it's the love coming from the people, from all of you on the call, or <laughs> just knowing I'm in a safe place. And then just kind of letting go of expectations that I have. Yeah. And And telling myself, it's okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's okay no matter what, no matter what you're feeling. So you're probably feeling it lifting, like you said, because you dropped the expectations, especially around the expectation of I shouldn't feel sad. A lot of people um, are following down the path now of, of, of recognizing that sometimes depression is often sad being resisted. When you feel sad and you have this, you know, you have, you have this feeling and this vibration, in your body, if you don't think you should feel sad, it's sad compounding on top of sad. You're sad that you're sad, right? Which just goes down into this, into this spiral of resistance with what is. If you give yourself permission to feel sad, it's almost like you're in the movie. We go and watch sad movies. We go and watch Titanic, one of the highest grossing movies of all time. It's a sad effing movie. People go in there and they go five times in a row and they cry and they, they, they scream and they're devastated every time. Right? Our ego is like, that's crazy. And then when we feel sad in our own life, we have a bunch of rules that says, no, I shouldn't feel this way, right? When really it's some things unfolding that are just unfolding and what matters is, are you resisting it or allowing it? So, Beth, when you send this side of you love, unconditional love, when you imagine hugging this in a five-year-old, who believes I need to have these certain things? I need to have the partner. I need to have the business this way. I need to have this income. When you just hold a loving, safe space and you imagine hugging this inner five year old who has these beliefs, who have these patterns, what else do you feel?
1: Uh, I feel comforted and I feel okay. <laughs> I feel
0: happier. Mm. So recognize the difference. It's not an, and this is important. It's not an egoic happiness of, I just received this money. Therefore, I'm happy. I did a group call for a, a, a company and there was like 20 people on the call. And one of these questions I asked someone really rocked her and her back. And she said, yeah, I'm happy day in, day out. And I said, are you happy because your circumstances meet your ego's expectations? Or are you happy with, with joy in a soul level, like really connected with who and what you are, regardless of what's happening around you. And she had to really, really think about that. And what you're starting to feel now is you can actually feel happy in the sadness, you can start to feel joy in the sadness. There's a separation, there's, a, a, separate, there's a, a letting go and there's, a, and there's an ability to just truly just observe, right? You can feel happy, you can feel joy, you can feel peace while being in your sadness, in your anxiety, in your guilt, in whatever, because you're offering a space of non-resistance, right? Non-judgment. And you can love the side of you that can be alone. You can love the side of you that can be broke. You can love the side of you that can fail, that can be judged, all those different things, right? How does that feel, Beth?
1: It feels good. No, I feel like I'm definitely happier in the circumstances.
0: Mm. Great.
1: Imagining hugging that five-year-old and nothing has changed. I just feel happier because it's a hug. <laughs> and things are still the way they are, right?
0: Yes, exactly. Which, re- which allows you to realize that you are not your circumstances and nor do your circumstances change your emotion. Because your circumstances are the same and you're starting to feel a deeper level of happiness or peace or whatever, Right. Thanks for being here, Roger. We'll, ju- we'll check you out next time. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for being here, brother. So one thing we can also shift our awareness to is can you be at peace regardless of what happens around you? Recognizing the truth that sometimes you don't know what's in your best interest. Sometimes you don't know if you were to lose $10,000. Your ego says I lost $10,000. But what if, because you lost $10,000, you went into some, you know, some group that focuses towards savings and you meet five people that you collaborate with your business that brings in a million dollars. And you're like, oh, I wouldn't be in there if I didn't lose the $10,000, right? I've been meditating on this a lot. Just sitting in stillness, focusing on my heart, realizing that the world is happening around me and just letting it And, and sitting in awe of the magic that is the mystery. And the more I do that, the more I let go of expectations, like I truly can say without, without, um, without sounding egoic, but I can, I can sit in the space and really I don't care if I make another dollar, if I get another client, if I go on another date, I don't care. My ego does. And my ego is just as beautiful, but it's unconscious and asleep. Still just as beautiful. It could sense just as much love and grace to that side of me. But I can sit and I can just live in the mystery of what's gonna happen next. Like what the hell's gonna happen next? Right? Am I gonna lose my house? Am I gonna, you know, get 10 more clients? Am I gonna, you know, come around the move around the corner and and you know, meet this new business partner that's gonna, you know, just be a complete joy? Like, who knows? Who the hell knows? But can you enjoy that without placing expectation on it? What does that feel like in your body? And ask yourself, does that feel more at peace? Does that feel more truthfully who and what you are? And can you feel the difference of peace there compared to trying to change the way the world is, the way what's going to happen, all those different things? Once again, when you live from that place, you can still set goals. You can still, you can still use strategies. You can still put in hard work and hustle. I believe there's time for everything. But can you feel the peace in that? Can you feel the peace in using both? In setting goals, having an expectation and feeling the vibration of, of welcoming in what you want to experience in life, while simultaneously holding the energy of just welcoming in the mystery, dropping expectations on when it should happen or how it's going to happen. What you might welcome in also are higher level opportunities, higher level experiences, deeper levels of peace, deeper levels of love that your, that your mind can't see, right? Your mind says, when I achieve this thing, I'll be happy. Your heart says, Let go of that and and see what happens because you might achieve that thing or something 10 times more or lose that thing and find a deeper peace within yourself and experience the frequency of abundance that your ego thought that external circumstances needed to happen to achieve, right? If you start to live in the mystery and you start to truly surrender and allow everything that happens you'll be feeling that peace within what are your thoughts beth in terms of surrendering allowing welcoming all circumstances what's coming up for you
1: Um, I think that just creates a sense of excitement.
0: Yeah, how um, dare you? How dare you be excited about life?
1: Wondering what's going to happen next and yeah. what, what good things today is going to bring or tomorrow.
0: And can you get a sense, can you get a sense in that, that who and what you are in terms of your energy, your, you are the space, you are spirit, Is so much more than the circumstance can you recognize that
1: oh yes yeah
0: now here's the crazy thing a lot of people are trying to achieve their goals and trying to chase their goals when you realize that who and what you are is so much more than your goals your goals chase you your goals chase you because you're operating from a frequency and an energy and a vibration and a level of resourcefulness that goes beyond, I need to achieve that to feel enough. I need to achieve that to feel safe. Right? Who do you need to be? What energy do you need to vibrate from? What, uh, what sides of you need to be seen and healed for you to operate from the vibration of your goals chase you? And you're still not attached to them. Imagine welcoming in that level of income that your ego wants and giving half of it away and still loving it and just being non-attached to it, right? Welcoming in that that partner, welcoming in that that love of your life while still recognizing I'm just as loved, just as safe, just as divine, just as guided without them. And I choose to just live in this, uh, vibration of love where i'm here to serve and i'm here to experience everything i apologize if i missed some things in the chat but lisa says can we expect our goals to chase us you can't like you can expect them to but don't uh, you, you don't really need them to like the cha- the goals chasing you is the byproduct so if you're trying to shift your frequency so your goals will, will chase you, that's also attachment, right? That's also attachment. That's sort of like meditating here and sort of feeling like what Beth's saying. It's sort of like feeling sad so that you'll feel better. It's like, oh, I'll feel this so I'll get rid of it. That's like holding, that's like hugging the five-year-old so they'll leave you, right? It's not real unconditional love. But when you sit and you, you, you heal these sides of you that are ready to be seen, you live in a deeper level of trust. The deeper level of trust that the universe is benevolent, the universe is unconditional love, and it's always guiding you to the deeper lessons you need to learn and or the higher level opportunities that your mind can't see. Always. Can we embrace that? Can we live that? So before we finish up, feel free to type in any questions in the chat or if you want to unmute yourself, if you have questions or if you have some things you want to share, uh, you can you can feel free to do that. But I thank you guys for being here and I definitely recognize that there will be more coming up for you. There'll definitely be um, things that are ready to be seen. But my my challenge to you is to deepen your level of allowing, deepen your level of surrender. When you do that, when you surrender to anything that happens out there, you go guide to more of what's in here. More of what's in here. What you'll notice when you are bigger than your goals, you feel more connected to everything. Now, here's the thing. It might get into some Taoism here. But because you don't, because you're not attached to anything, you own everything. Because you're not attached to anything, you own everything. Can you embrace that? Can you feel that? If I'm not attached to, I I started recognizing, if I'm not attached to any um, person, relationship, outcome of how people need to behave or whatever, I feel connected to everyone especially as i allow allow everything to unfold right and i start healing the sides of me they're like oh my god this person needs to be this way or this person needs to like me this person needs to um you know you provide all these expectations these freak outs happen in me you allow that to heal therefore you just feel connected to everyone you're like we just are love right we just are love So I'll give you the space to breathe. And welcome that in. Notice what happens to your life. Like again, still set some goals, set some expectations, whatever it does, just don't be super attached to them. I believe in business, we do need to set goals. In business, we do need to have strategies and expectations and assumptions and whatever. While also we can hold the energy of just not being attached to any of it. I believe we can hold the space of both because who and what we are is the space, right? And you can recognize where you're out of balance. If you're out of balance, attached to outcomes, results, strategies, it may be in your expansion to go to the other and and to just be in a space of non-allowing surrender, living in the mystery and just going with the flow. A lot of people are going with the flow and they're they're just living in, in that unconditional space and sometimes it's in their expansion to set a goal put it on the calendar set a strategy and go after that what's in your expansion is generally um is generally asking yourself the question of where am i out of balance what's overdeveloped right what i find a lot of people overdeveloped in is their attachments their worthiness is attached to outcomes to results to circumstances to other people so breathe that in I don't think we have any other questions, but this has been awesome. I pretty, like I said, I had nothing planned here, but this was a uh, impromptu and a bit of a share what's on my heart at the moment. I'm just having a lot of, a lot of grace flow through in terms of, in terms of love and in terms of support and guidance for myself and what's coming through. So I thought I'd share that with you guys. And, um, I hope you implement that into your, into your business relationships, your health, everything like that. Uh, it really does. If you, if you return back to your center and realize that who and what you are is so much more than anything that can happen to you, anything you can achieve, anything that you do, return to that, return to that center, that inner candle flame, that never flickers, the side of you that isn't the side of you that's never wounded side of you. That's never hurt the deep internal essence and presence that allows everything to manifest. So thank you for being here guys. I wish you an awesome, awesome rest of the week ahead. I'll see you on whatever call I see you on next. I know I organize a lot of them, but thanks for being here. Thanks for everything you're doing for the serving circle, for my own support. I definitely welcome and appreciate that, but I'm happy to, um, Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called the Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, How may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships. So together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.